Hey there, I'm Daphna Chazen, registered dietitian and weight loss coach, and you're listening to the Down to Earth PCOS Nutrition Podcast, a place for practical advice for women looking to balance their hormones, ditch dieting, and discover mindset shifts that will keep you motivated and empowered on your healthy eating journey. Are you ready to get started? Well, hey there, and welcome back to the Down to Earth PCOS Nutrition Podcast. My name is Daphna Chazen. If you're new to me, welcome. I'm so excited that you've decided to join me today. I am a registered dietitian and weight loss coach, and I help women, specifically those with PCOS, lose weight and regain confidence in their eating and find true health. Now, today we're talking about goal weight, and this is a topic that I'm pretty passionate about, and I wanted to talk to you about five reasons, five issues with following a goal weight, setting a goal weight and really sticking closely with it. I'm going to tell you exactly what I think about that. And as you can probably already tell, I'm not a fan of setting a goal weight. Now, in full disclosure, I used to talk about goal weight all the time to my clients. And if you've worked with me in the past, there's a pretty good chance that I've asked you, what is your goal weight? But over the past few months, I've come to realize that thinking about a goal weight, setting a goal weight, and really focusing on that is not serving many, many women. It's actually causing more harm than good, and that is the reason why I've decided to let go of the idea of a goal weight, not even talk about it anymore, and I also work to coach my clients to let it go, to not think about a goal weight. Again, because what I've noticed is that it's not really helpful. It can really distract someone. And oftentimes there's an emphasis on goal weight that's diverting your attention into the wrong areas. And I'm going to explain everything that I just said, because I know you may not be sure exactly what I'm talking about. But let's take a step back and talk a little bit about what a goal weight is. Now, if you're someone who's been on Weight Watchers like me, I've been on Weight Watchers many, many times in the past. And the idea of a goal weight, I think, is a very Weight Watchers type of thing. So that is lingo, that is language that we often hear in Weight Watchers, or if you've been through Weight Watchers, you're probably familiar with the idea of a goal weight. And in Weight Watchers, if you've never followed it before, you lose weight until you get to a goal weight, and then you stop paying. So I don't know if they still do this. I don't know if still this is the method that they use. However, the way it used to be about 15 or 20 years ago when I did it is that I would go into meetings and they would record your weight. And then once you reach a goal weight, which I think was you know somewhat arbitrarily determined, um, you would stop paying. As long as you stayed at your goal weight, you wouldn't pay for the meeting. So you can attend for free just for accountability and support, which I think there's a lot of good things about it, right? So I'm not against Weight Watchers. I think there's a lot of great stuff in the program, what it teaches, the way it works. But at the same time, goal weight is not one of them. So I think the concept comes from there. And what it essentially is, it's a number, that was made up, or maybe it's based on a point in the past where you felt good or were smaller. So again, if you're determining your own goal weight, I want you to think about whether or not that's based on something concrete, or is it just made up or a number that sounds good to you, or maybe a number that you were at when you were smaller or younger. 
And now you take this number and you aspire to get back to that goal weight and you set that as your ultimate number that would indicate that you've made it. You were successful in your weight loss journey if you've reached that number. And usually what happens is we assume once we hit that number, it's all going to be smooth sailing and life would be so much happier as soon as this scale hits that magical number. Now, what I want to make sure that we we talk about here, and I want to make sure we're on the same page, I am not against goals. So if you go back to episode 37, I spoke all about goals in the beginning of the year, in the beginning of 2020, and I spoke about how much I love goals and how much I believe in goals as a means to an end, right? As the way to go about your healthy eating journey in a more structured way. Because I think having a set goal or a few smaller goals along the way really helps you stay motivated. It helps you focus. It gives you a very actionable plan. It tells you the steps you need to take in order to get to where you want to go. So I am all for goals. I think they're a very powerful tool to use when you're getting healthier and trying to lose weight and modify your habits. But A goal weight is different. A goal weight is not really a true goal. It's just a number. And like I just said, many times that number is made up. So I don't include a goal weight in this category of good goals, of effective goals, because again, I just don't think it does a whole lot for us, especially if it's something that is random and was decided upon based on no evidence or no real metrics. So what I wanted to share with you today in order to help you decide whether or not setting a goal weight is right for you, and it may be. So this episode, the point of this episode is not to convince you that you shouldn't have any goals or really think about a number. That's not the point. I do think that it's important to have some sort of a direction, but I don't want you to get caught up in a certain number in a very specific amount of pounds or number on the scale that you're looking for, and nothing but that number will do. So what I'll be sharing with you today are five reasons why I think you should let go of thinking about a goal weight in a very strict way. And these things I'm hoping will give you some food for thought so that you can make a decision that's best for you in your situation and you can decide whether or not thinking about a goal weight is the right idea for you and would it be helpful. All right, so let's get started. The first issue I've noticed with setting a goal weight is that it completely disregards your health and it makes you detached from how your body truly feels both physically and emotionally. So I'm saying this because I know for a fact that there are so many more factors in someone's health than the number on the scale, right? Would you agree with that? We know that there are a lot more important parameters to look at than the number of pounds someone weighs. But when we're focused on a goal weight, we tend to disregard those really significant changes, those really significant pieces of information. And with PCOS specifically, given the high risk for conditions like diabetes, heart disease, and even depression and certain cancers, I think it's very narrow-minded to look at weight as the ultimate gauge for health. Now, let me ask you this. Would you rather hit that number at all costs, that number on the scale, your goal weight, or know that your symptoms are healing and that you're actively reducing your chances of getting sick in the future with chronic illnesses like diabetes or heart disease? 
Now, I'm pretty sure that you're gonna say, I just wanna be healthy, I wanna make sure I don't get sick, I wanna make sure I'm around as long as possible, and I would much rather know those things for sure than hit some arbitrary number on the scale and still feel sick and still be at a higher risk of disease. So it's really important to look at your non-scale victories and cherish them. And reducing your risk of disease, feeling better, noticing less symptoms, improving your quality of life, whether it's feeling more energetic, sleeping better, feeling less anxious, feeling more confident, being able to do things and show up in the world in a more positive way. These are all quality of life things that I would consider non-scale victories that are so much more important than a number. So in other words, meeting that goal weight, getting to that goal weight would mean absolutely nothing if you didn't feel well, if your quality of life was low. That number wouldn't matter if you felt sick and your symptoms were raging. And to solidify this idea, to prove this to you, I can tell you that I've had clients who lost weight and got to their goal weight, but actually felt worse. They felt weak, they were unwell at that goal weight, and they were physically and emotionally drained by the process, which means they weren't able to keep that amount of weight off anyway, so it was very temporary, and they weren't able to really go about their normal lives keeping at that goal weight. Which brings me to the second problem with goal weight, and that is your goal weight ignores the most important part of weight management, which is maintenance. So as I just said, you can get to X goal, all right? So fill in the blank, whatever goal weight it is for you, but can you stay there is the question, right? Can you actually keep it up and stay at that goal weight and feel okay feel really energized by it, feel like it's totally sustainable and manageable, and still go about your daily life in the best way possible? Chances are no, especially if your goal weight is unrealistic. So sometimes people set a goal weight that's moderate, and I like that. I think that could be okay. But if you're setting a goal weight that is very ambitious, you're setting yourself up for a lot of heartache because even if you do get there, which will likely take a tremendous amount of effort and discomfort on your part, staying there, keeping the weight off is the hard part, okay? So this is something I talk about a lot, not only to my one-on-one clients and in my groups, but when I speak publicly about weight management, I always say, anybody could lose weight. That is not hard to do. What's hard to do is maintenance. What's hard to do is keeping weight off long-term. And this is why I only look at studies and recommendations that are coming from studies and research papers that look at people in maintenance. You have to see what people are doing to keep weight off. It's very uninteresting to me to look at what people are doing to lose weight because I know for a fact anybody could lose weight. But are you keeping it off? So many times when someone's setting a goal weight, they're not thinking about what is it gonna take to keep weight off? What is it gonna take for you to make this sustainable and truly turn it into a lifestyle? Because as cliche as it may be, your goal weight should be in alignment with your lifestyle and it should be something that you can keep long-term and not just for a couple months. So I really think this is one of the main issues with setting a goal weight. It does not take into account maintenance. It does not look at what it's going to take to keep that weight off. All right, moving on to number three, a goal weight steals your joy and diminishes your real progress, which we already talked about. That's related to quality of life. 
I always tell people, no one's walking around with a number on their forehead, but you do know exactly how you feel in your body and in your head every single day. So you're not walking around with your weight in pounds plastered all over your body and your face so that everyone can know that you're now at your goal weight of 160 pounds, whereas two weeks ago, you were not at your goal weight because you are 170 pounds. Most people are not paying that close attention to you, I can tell you that. So when we're thinking about a goal weight, it's often time for our own kind of selfish reasons or for our own, you know, feel-good reasons, and I'm going to tell you exactly why this doesn't end up making you feel good, but what I want you to think about is that this number is stealing your joy. It is the thief of joy because if you're constantly obsessed about that specific number, you're not seeing the forest for the trees. You're really missing the whole point of getting healthier and losing the weight, which is making you feel better, making you feel more positive, making you feel happy. If you're constantly stuck on this number and fixated on getting there, you're not happy. You're not feeling positive. You're probably spending the majority of your time thinking about how much longer you have to go, how many more pounds you have to lose. And that steals your joy. That steals your enjoyment from this process because you're constantly thinking about how far you are from your goal. So you let the scale dictate your mood and you let the scale dictate your sense of success, which can be discouraging because weight loss is not going to be linear. It's not going to be predictable and it's not smooth. Sometimes your body is going to prefer to stay at a slightly higher weight and that is likely okay. But if you're using that to prove that you're not capable, that you've already done all the work and nothing happened, you've saw no results, because to begin with, you were fixated on a number that wasn't realistic, that is going to make the process very unpleasant for you, which is why I strongly suggest that you let go of the goal weight idea. And if you do this, you're going to notice that all of a sudden you get to appreciate the changes that are happening in your body. You get to appreciate progress, even if it's small. You get to appreciate the process and what it takes to truly become healthy, and the weight wouldn't matter. The goal weight wouldn't be relevant anymore because you're going to get motivated by the changes that you're experiencing as part of your healthy eating journey. And that could be things like improved mood. That could be improved sleep fitting better in your clothes, feeling better emotionally, getting your period back, seeing less symptoms like acne and facial hair. These could all be things that you're missing when you're focusing on a goal weight. Moving on to reason number four why I think you should let go of the goal weight idea, and that is it facilitates an obsession with numbers. Now, I already touched on the fact that I think most goal weights are totally random, and they're not based on anything, and they're usually detached from reality and what's possible and reasonable and sustainable. So we already covered this. I don't want to talk about this again, but what I do want to mention to you, and you may be able to relate to this fairly closely, and that is that having that number in mind, having that goal weight in mind can lead to extreme measures, and it can trigger disordered eating. Now, women with PCOS are at a higher risk for disordered eating, things like binging, as well as bulimia, as it is. So when you think about a goal weight and you're so determined to get there, again, whether or not it's realistic, it usually is not, that can bring up all of those disordered eating habits. That can bring up some extreme measures. It can trigger someone to go to great lengths to get to that goal. And oftentimes, these behaviors are not healthy. 
They're self-destructing and they can really propel and kind of accelerate your path into a full-blown eating disorder, which can be very hard to recover from. This is really important and I really want you to pay attention here. If you're someone who was on the verge of an eating disorder, if you experience some very extreme eating behaviors, setting a goal weight can trigger those unhealthy eating behaviors to resurface. And again, I want you to think about the goal weight that you've set if you set one and look back at a time where you were either close to that goal weight or at that goal weight, were you truly healthy? What was going on in your life back then? Your life could look dramatically different right now. So it doesn't make sense to aspire to the same goal weight and try to get there if your body has changed, if your lifestyle has changed, if you're older. These are all factors that come into play. So I want you to be realistic about it so that you don't fall into relying on very unhealthy behaviors to get to that goal weight at all costs because chances are, it doesn't make sense for your body any longer. And lastly, I wanna talk about the fifth reason why I think goal weights are problematic, and that is they signal an endpoint, which is usually artificial. So sometimes people think that when they get to their goal weight, they're done. They can just be off their plan, they don't have to do anything anymore, and they'll just stay there, which of course we already talked about that it's not the case, that's not how it works. And also I want you to think about At that point, at that goal weight point, what would life look like? Sometimes people think their life would be so much better and easier once they're they're getting to a certain weight, which is very made up. It's very artificial. And sometimes I see that it really sets people up for disappointment. Like if someone thinks that when they get to their goal weight, their life will be dramatically different, and then it's not, they get disappointed. So imagine getting to your goal weight And then feeling like you've reached the highest goal you've ever had, you were successful in that, successful in quotes, of course, and then you still dislike your body, you still struggle with confidence, you still have problematic relationships in your life, you still hate your job, and you still feel powerless in front of food. None of that has changed when your body got smaller and you got to that goal weight. I want you to think about that because this is very common. Sometimes people put all their happiness on that goal weight. And when they get there, it's totally anticlimactic because nothing has changed. They're still struggling with a lot of the same things and they're flabbergasted. They're not sure how it could be. That could set you up for a lot of disappointment. It could be very demotivating because remember, once you get to that goal weight, your job's not done. You still have to do work. But if you're demotivated, that could be hard. So I really want you to think about the fact that your goal weight is not an end point by any means. You still have to show up and do the work. You still have to practice all those healthy habits. And I always tell people, nothing changes. It doesn't get any easier, but you get better. You've already practiced these healthy behaviors. So when you lose the weight, it's not like it's still such hard work. If you've done it for a while, it doesn't get easier. However, you get better. So do you see what I'm saying? The things that you have to do remain the same, but they're easier for you to do because you've already done them, you're used to them, you come up with a system, and you're following a very proven process, which is what I teach my clients how to do. So my success in working with people, the way I see it is I'm successful if someone has learned how to manage their weight on their own in a healthy way. 
And they don't need to go back to fads or yo-yo dieting or gimmicky plans. They have the foundation really set strong and they know what to do. So again, it doesn't get easier. What you need to do is not changing, but you get better at it. And that's what makes the process more manageable for the rest of your life. So I want you to think about this because if you've set a goal weight thinking that that would be the end, that would be the final stop in your journey, you may have some work to do in this area specifically. Okay, so let's recap. I've given you five reasons why I believe setting a goal weight and sticking with it no matter what can be problematic. The first one was it disregards your health. The second one was it does not address maintenance. Number three was it facilitates a numbers obsession and can trigger disordered eating. And number five was it signals an artificial endpoint. And my final suggestion to you on this topic is you can keep weighing in for accountability and for some objective measuring of your progress, but I want you to detach yourself from the number as much as possible and let go of the idea of a goal weight. It is likely not serving you right now. And if you'd like to get coaching in this area, I am currently taking on new clients for one-on-one counseling, specifically women with PCOS who want to lose 30 pounds or more and are looking to heal their body, reduce symptoms, and feel more confident around food. You can go to daphnachazen.com forward slash apply and book a 20-minute complimentary introduction call with me so that we can discuss your goals, I can give you my suggestions, and we can see if we're a good fit for each other to work together. All right, I hope you have a great day and I'll see you again next week. Bye for now.